welcome, welcome, welcome to Chosen for Purpose. I am extremely grateful and humble that God is using me as a vessel in time like these to help encourage, enlighten, educate, and even empower others. Listen, this year is going to be an outstanding year. I said this year is going to be an outstanding year. And I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in uh, to Chosen for a Purpose podcast. Listen, I'm back in the ass seat. Uh, I ask you to sit back, relax. There's something good <laughs> getting ready to come your way. Stay tuned for more. heard Pouring Water on a Drowning Man by Doc McKenzie and the highlights. Pouring Water on a Drowning Man. Hallelujah. 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 Those of you that have your Bibles or even your Bible app will be coming from the book of Genesis, the third chapter, verses 12 
through 13. And I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. That's right. And it read thusly. The man replied, It was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit and I ate it. Then the Lord God asked the woman, What have you done? The serpent deceived me, she replied. That's why I ate it. My, 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 my. Mm. Very briefly, with your prayers and the Holy Spirit power, I want to talk from this subject, putting the blame on somebody else. Putting the blame <laughs> on somebody else. That, that, that's what I want to talk about. Putting the blame mm. on somebody else. My brothers and my sisters, as we're seeking to get closer to God, I want to talk about pouring the finger. Because the text shows us when God people make mistakes, they want to, some of them, point the finger. Adam blamed Eve. Eve blamed the serpent. The serpent didn't have nobody to blame. And I'm reminded how all of us use excuses thinking they would get us out of any and everything. Come on, y'all can talk to me. Have you, have you ever been pulled over by a police officer? The police officer asks you, why are you in a hurry? Well, here goes the excuse. My family member is coming in at the airport. I'm, 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 I'm running behind. I'm, I'm up late, officer. I'm, I'm running behind because I'm trying to get my child or children to school and I'm headed to work. But one of the favor of all time, I, I mistaken took two egg lashes and, 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 and I'm, I'm rushing to find a bathroom. Even though you gave the officer plenty of excuses, he still wrote you a gracious ticket. <laughs> you, you, you pulled through McDonald's for some hot. You, 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 you get some you get some hot coffee while trying to drive your, your car and eat your Sasha eggs and cheese, McMuffin or McGriddle. You, you spill some hot coffee all over yourself. Who is it to blame? Not you. It's McDonald's fault for, for making that coffee too hot. Children try to blame their mom and dad because of how their life turns out. God has given us the ability to make choices. We have the ability to choose good, y'all don't hear me, or bad. And not only do, 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 do they blame their parents, they, they try to blame uh, other entity as a form of a white man. Y'all don't get me. But, but we live in times. Nowhere the opportunity is there. If you don't have it, nobody's fault but yours. And there were times in, in the older days where they, they, they didn't have the opportunity like we have it now. And the Bible says we, we have not because... We ask not putting the blame on somebody else. I said putting the blame on somebody else. A lot of children walking around talking about the reason I'm the way I am because of my mama and my daddy. Y'all don't get me. No, you, you're the reason you are because of the choices. You made. You got people walking around talking about uh, the reason I, 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 my marriage didn't didn't work out because uh, somebody else was engaged or involved. Y'all don't get me in it. No, it didn't work out because yeah, 
I'm going to leave that there. Y'all know. Unfortunately, we live in a society where it's not only acceptable, but also probable to shift the blame. But does it mean it's acceptable in God's eyes? It's hard for us to accept blame. It's a defense mechanism to keep us from having to deal honestly with our own mistakes. We see it in sports. Athletes blame their poor performance on anything and everything. It was my equipment. It was my teammate. It was the weather. It was the fear. Everybody got their own excuses. Politicians and politics on uh, television. Politicians on the television. It's politics. You watch the news. Even if you don't, some of you see it on your smartphone. You don't have to watch the movie today. You can watch it on your smartphone. The, the, the Republican, the Republicans, the Republican blames the Democrats. The Democrats blames the Republican. The liberals blaming the conservatives. Conservatives blaming the liberals. House of Congress blaming the president. Everybody blaming somebody. All I know, I keep paying more and more. And somebody said the gas going up and it going down. But if you don't mind, I, I want to come closer to the house. Can 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 I can can I? If you don't mind, let, let, let's talk about uh, pouring the blame. Uh, on somebody, not just in the world or marriage or relationship or even in your family, but let's talk about how people put the blame on somebody else in the church. Mm-hmm. The choir blame the musicians. Talk about they, they, they playing off key. So, so that's why we, we, we singing off key. The musician, the musician gonna gonna say the reason they 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 not singing upbeat because the choir drain draining them. They they just dragging with the key. The lay members blaming the kitchen committee. When the food runs out, the kitchen committee blames the lay members. So and so didn't bring no green beans. There will always be somebody complaining about something when 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 they done when when they not have yeah I, I'ma leave that alone when they ain't done nothing. Folk that don't do nothing raise the most hell in church. The kitchen committee blame the men for bringing the sodas. Some will say the reason. We ran out of soda because men didn't bring enough. <laughs> the deacon, some of them, love to blame the pastor. Ain't no money in the church. Because the pastor want to be paid too much. We want pastor to be totally committed to the church. But the first thing we would say it's not our job to take care of the pastor. He better get a job. When the pews are getting empty on Sunday morning, we love to blame the pastor. He or she not preaching because nobody coming to church. But the reason they're not coming because they, they know how some of us yeah, are at home. They say one thing, but do another. One of the crazy things is you expect the pastor to work and be committed to the church when you're not committed to the word of God or even God. You want good labor, but don't want to pay the price for it. I'm going to say that again. I'm helping somebody. You, you want good labor, but don't want to pay the price for it. You, 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 want, you want the best, but want to get it for a cheap price. It's the church job. 
to take care of their pastor. Y- y'all, y'all ain't feeling me now. I said, it's the church job to take care of their pastor. I know somebody going to argue with me, so let me go ahead and give you grace. The Bible says in 1 Timothy 5 and 18, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the labor is worthy of his reward, which means if he work or she work, he should be able to eat of that that he did. And the reason why some want to give you what you're worth. Because some of them don't want to give you what you're worth. Some of them will give you what you're worth. But some of them don't want to give you what you're worth because they're too busy. Oh, shucks. Putting their own. Mm. Hallelujah. Some of them will not give you what you worth because they too busy propping off their own work of somebody else. You got a lot of folks that plant seeds. They work the ground. And when it come down to the harvest, they don't get a chance to enjoy the fruit of their labor, but somebody else is enjoying. What, what I'm saying to you, the reason some pastors... Mm, I don't know why God got me here. And some leaders are not being able to be taken care of because somebody else is profiting off of their labor. And too many churches, I know we're in a pandemic, but but, but too many churches want you to pack the church, increase the finances, but but you, you, you won't be able... To, to get nothing more. You won't be able to do nothing more. It, 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 it should be when the church grows, so do the man or woman servant grows. Every time pastor gills the vision, somebody cut the vision down. I, I'm hipping somebody. Every time you, the pastor, your pastor, gives a vision, somebody out there cutting the vision down but then we said the church not growing I want to tell you the Bible says where there's no vision the people will perish but he that keepeth the law happy is the man I didn't make it up it was here before I got here Proverbs 29 and 18 we got to learn how to support and push our ministries. Too many people out here blaming the pastor for everything. Let me tell you something, and I want to help somebody that listening to this podcast, that listen to this episode, that listening to this segment. If you have a pastor during this pandemic, you ought to tell God thank you. Let, let me say that again. Let me say that again. If you have a pastor, During this pandemic, you ought to tell God, thank you, because there's a lot of pastors that's walking away from the church, not because you're not able to take care of them, but they're learning. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all ain't feeling it. They're learning now in this season that they're not going to allow stress to kill them. It's, 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 It's stressful, especially going through a pandemic. Some pastors have opened up the church and nobody have come or nobody is coming, not because they can't preach or they can't teach or they're not anointed. It's because of a pandemic, a virus, where people feel as the church doesn't mean anything no more. And they use it as this virus, this COVID-19, this Delta, this Y- y'all, ain't, y- y'all ain't feeling me here. They use it as an excuse not to come to church. And so whereas years ago, a couple of years back, you had a packed house. Nobody, nobody coming. But you can go to Walmart. You can go get your hair did, your nail did. I ain't judging nobody. Your hair cut. But when it come down to your soul, mm, 
you make excuses. And I want to tell somebody, the pastor is very important. I said, your pastor is very important. If you have a pastor right now, during this pandemic, tell God, thank you. And there's a lot of pastors have closed the church doors because of what the government says. Shame on you for closing God's house. A lot of pastors are going to get their butt whipped and they can't blame nobody else because the blood is on your hand. Your pastor is very important. Because the Bible says, how can they hear without a preacher? And how can he preach except he been sent? Oh, hallelujah. 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 Y- your pastor is the undership for Jesus is the shepherd. Your pastor's job is to lead and feed. And your job is to follow and swallow. Y- y'all ain't feeling me now. Two minute preachers is going alone to get alone. Two minute preachers is doing what the world wants. And they mad because you can't get the world to come to church. Oh, I'm going there now. I I don't care how, how you feel about it. God got me in a season of transparent. We as leaders, especially those who've been called and chosen and appointed and anointed by God and not appointed by man, we got to start sounding the alarm and stop putting the blame on everybody else. God is holding us accountable and responsible for the things that are taking places in God's house. We're too busy trying to get more money than we are trying to get the folks to come back in the house because we're, y'all ain't saying, we'd have lost our focus. Our focus on what the world wants, what the government wants, what our wife wants, what our spouse wants, what our significant other wants, what everybody else wants. But what is the Holy Spirit speaking to you concerning the church? Shame on the preacher that closed God's house. Hallelujah. I'm going to say it again. If you have a church where you can go to and not only just be there, but worship in spirit and truth, sound biblical. Y'all ain't feeling me. I know somebody going to get mad. But but you want to be in a church and connected to a ministry or a pastor that preach the unadulterated gospel. You want to be connected to some people that expose your sin and not cover up your sin. And too many leaders are telling folk it's okay to live how you want to live, do what you want to do, but the blood is on your hand because sin is sin. We got to start back telling folks that if you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, in hell, you're going to lift up your eyes. We as leaders got to stop putting the blame on everybody else. The reason the church is not growing and glowing and moving is because we as people are taking the spot of the Holy Spirit. You got everything in the church that the church needs. You got a pastor, you got a deacon, you got a praise team, you got choirs, you got musicians. If you don't have it, you can get it. Come on, somebody. We got so much auxiliary. Got We care more about the budget. We care more about the building than we do the body. We, 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 we done lost focus somewhere. We care more about folks coming to church so we get more money out of the church. 
instead of folks coming to church so they can get set free, delivered, healed. We got to get back in our proper place in the house of God and the kingdom of God and stop putting the blame on somebody else. And when you lose your pastor from death or depression, because a lot of pastors just gave it up. And I'm not blaming, I'm not judging the ones that say, okay, I can't take it. Y'all get me? I'm not being contradictive. Because you never know what a pastor or a preacher go through until you're in those shoes. A lot of folk blaming stuff. Well, pastor this and pastor said this and pastor don't come to church. You better thank God that you got a pastor. Y'all ain't feeling me here. But shame on the pastors that have closed the doors of God's house. Here in the circumference of the text, let, let me move on. We find here three in the garden. Adam, Eve, and the serpent. And God had given Adam and Eve perfect, clear instruction on what not to do, especially Adam. Mm. Adam, 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 where are you, Adam? I, I, I feel God now. Because God created Adam first. And gave Adam dominion and power to name whatever he want to name, it was named. But one day, Adam and Eve wasn't together or around one another. Eve and the serpent had conversed with one another. Eve spent time with the devil. And can I pause and pass things and tell you, that's what Wrong with a lot of us today. We're spending too much time with the devil. Some people bring the devil to the house of God. They bring the devil to the house of God. I'm going to say it again. They bring the devil to the church. And how do you bring the devil to, to, to the church? Because you allow that negative demonic spirit to operate you, operate within you. In the house. You, you come into the house of worship with an attitude and can't get along with one another. They, 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 you know, they say they save and sanctified and five baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. And they on their way to heaven anyhow, but 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 got nothing but hell in the hearts and, and on the mind. Can I just tell you, you can go anywhere. Any place you want to go in a house. But when it comes down to heaven, you can't get to heaven in a house. For the text says, only the pure and hard shall see God. Some listen to the devil so much. That's why there's no money in the church. No Holy Ghost in the church. No love in the church. No peace in the church. Can't even find joy in the church. And even now, you can barely get an amen in the church. All because some people listening to the devil. This is what Eve was doing. She was listening to the devil. Said, did not God tell you that you can eat from the tree except the tree of knowledge? She said, yeah. She said, if we eat from that tree, we would surely die. But that's when Satan said, God knows the day you eat from the tree, you will be like him. That's when she looked at the tree and began to notice it. The devil, the devil, the devil, the, the devil shows us that tree. The devil do us the same way. He shows us things that can stir up trouble. You know, the devil is manipulative. 
and a manipulator. Always, always, my God, turning and flipping words. The devil, that spirit, that manipulating spirit is a form of what we call witchcraft. And you got some folks like that in the church always talk about he say and she say, but they never tell you what they say. And I've learned something about ministry and dealing with folks. If a person always telling you what somebody else said and always got a problem telling you what somebody else said and bringing you mess, you need to check your circle. Eve went to her husband and rehearsed the same words about eating the fruit. But listen to his wife. She, she convinced him. She, she convinced him. And, and we know how cunning. Y'all hear me, don't you? I said, we know how cunning some women's can be. She convinced him to eat. And he did take a bite. And there are a lot of folks would bite at anything. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, bite in on anything. Men's instead the message, gospel. But won't get the gospel. But when Adam bit the fruit, mm, when Adam bit the fruit, his eyes came open. But then there was some more thing happened in the garden. Lions began to roar. They began to roar. I said, the lion began to roar. I feel God now. The animal began to run. They, 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 were, they were afraid of one another. And God knew something was, was wrong. His, his voice was rumbling through the garden. His voice was walking in the garden. And a lot of preachers said that God was walking. Oh, I feel the presence of God now in the garden. God wasn't walking in the garden. The text, Caleb, the teacher, said his, his voice was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Mm. Hallelujah. That, that, that's a powerful God we serve. His voice was walking in the garden in the cool of, of the He called Adam. Adam, where are thou? I said he called Adam. He didn't call Eve, but he called Adam. Let, let me help somebody. I feel I, I feel an urge to help somebody. He, he called Adam. He, he, he didn't call Eve, but he, but he called Adam. Eve was created to be Adam's helpmate. Y'all know the story. I don't have long to treat it. When God created the animals, he discovered that Adam was lonely, and he put Adam in a deep sleep, and he took a rib from his side, created the woman. And when Adam woke up, he said, she, she looks similar to me. He said, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh shall be called woman. But the tech tailor, the teacher, I want to help somebody. God called Adam. He didn't call Eve because man was in charge. He said, Adam, where are you? I heard Adam say, here am I. I hid myself because I am naked. And all of us are naked before God. God see everything and knows all things, especially those things that we doing and think nobody see us doing. God see it. My, my, my mother, God bless her soul, told me his eyes are on the sparrow. God says to Adam, who told you? You were naked. You have done something you had no business doing. 
Adam said, Adam said, well, watch this, watch this, because I want to help somebody. Adam said, it's the woman you gave me. Seemed like to me, Adam was blaming God. And so many times, we blame God for our trouble. If you want to blame somebody for everything that went wrong in your life, your marriage, your relationship, your health, your fitness, y'all come on, talk to me, your future, go look in the mirror. Whatever you do in the dark will come to the light. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me help somebody. Whatever you do in the dark will come to the light. If you keep doing it long enough, it'll come out. And God shed the first blood in the garden, killed an animal and made them some clothes and put them out. We blame God for our downfall. We blame God for our trouble. We, we, we blame God for our mistakes and mishap. Putting the blame on somebody else. When you stand before God, what's your excuse going to be? When you stand before God, what your excuse going to be? What's your excuse going to be? For not loving your fellow man. For not living holy. Y'all ain't feeling me now. What's your excuse going to be? Who you going to blame then? For not treating your pastor right. For not treating your leaders right. For, for, For standing with wrong instead of right. Every man (laughs) got to stand before the almighty God and give in account for your own life. You you can try to lie if you want to, but he got your record. Everything you've done in this earth realm, God got your record. And the record going to be in front of you. So a lot of times we do a lot of things and think folks don't know it. But God see everything. A lot of folks, I don't know who you are that listen to me. You, you're doing all kind of devious and low down and demonic things. And don't realize that God see it. And you get mad because everything you're doing and everything you're trying to do is not working simply because the Bible said when the enemy come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard, which simply means he'll block it. And I've been saying it, no weapon formed against me will be able to prosper. And every tongue that rises against me in judgment shall be condemned. Everything that I do and you do is already written down in the book. You got to give account of everything you done. You're going to give account of it. My mama told me, she said, son, that there's a whole lot of things you think you need in this world that you don't need. You can get married, get a wife, some of you get a husband, and and you say, well, I need them. Come on, somebody talk to me now. But what happened when that spouse leave you through a divorce or disaster or even through death? You, You go to school and get your education. But what happened when you get the degrees and still not able to get the job? You can go and start a family, but one day your family going to walk out on you. You can have a lot of friends around you. But one day when you're not able to do what your friends want you to do, you find out you got fair weather friends. 
they, they only there with you when the sun's shining. But when, when, when it rains, you don't have nobody a- around you. My mama told me, God bless her soul, I feel God now. She said, when you don't have nobody else, you better know, get to know the Lord. She said, when it come down to dying, you, you, you better make sure you know the Lord. Because the old folks that tell the Lord in the prayer, in, in my dying room, meet me in my dying room. The old folks will tell you in a prayer, and they'll say it, come so close to me, Lord, that when I breathe my last breath, I wish I had a witness. You'll be so close because one day you're going to lay down in your bed and death going to come and pull the curtains. That bed you live in, oh my God. That bed you sleep in, rather, one day going to be your cooling board. Those covers and sheets that you, you use for sheets of relaxation. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Gonna be over with after a while. You ought to thank God the bed you slept in last night. Or wherever you slept in. Wasn't your cooling board. The sheets of relaxation. One of your whining sheets. We got a whole lot to pay for. All this lusting spirit, backbiting spirit, backstabbing spirit, manipulation, so many confrontation. We got to learn how to stop putting the blame on somebody else and start facing the fact you did it to yourself. Too many folk blaming somebody else because of their marriage, their relationship. I, I can't get a man because somebody else. No, you can't get a man because you got to learn how to change your ways and admit your faults. And sometimes God says to tell somebody you got to learn how to wait on him. For the scripture says, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength, shall mount up with wings, and the eagles shall run and not be weary, shall walk and not faint. Too many women are trying to pursue a man, but I, 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 I bet the difference. If you wait on God, he'll send you not what you want, but he'll send you what you need. But before he give you what you need, you got to line up to the word of God because you just may not be what they want. Line by line, precept by precept. Shit. We got to learn how to stop putting the blame on somebody else. Even, even the Lord said, I, I, I'd rather you be hot or cold. But if you're, you're, you're lukewarm, I'll spew you. In other words, I'll spit you out of, out of my mouth. Putting the blame on Somebody else. Men's. Ouch. It's time to get right. Women's. It's time to get right. Pastors. My God. It's time to get right. Deacons. It's time to get right. Musicians. Get it right. Choir member and praise team. It's not about you. But it's all about him. We got to get it right. Family. <laughs> get it right. Children's. Mm. Got to get it right. You never know when, when, when death shall, shall come. Ah. I say you never know when when death gonna come and and knock on your life door. You better get it right now. Get, get, get it right while the blood runner warm in your vein. If you have a fault with your brother or your sister, you need to go to him and, and, and make peace with him. And then take somebody with you as a witness. That's a peace peacemaker, not a peace breaker. A lot of y'all taking folk with you that break peace. That come with mess. 
that don't believe in peace, don't believe in reconciliation, don't believe in redeeming and restoring the relationship of those that have hurt you and those that you have hurt. And too many times we play the victim when actuality we're the villain. We always blaming somebody else. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We, we're blaming too many folks being manipulative. And have a spirit of manipulation. That's not of God. That's a demonic spirit operating you. Lying and cheating and backbiting and backstabbing. And if you got to do all of that, God is not in you. We got to learn how to stop trying to cut corners. And start telling the truth. My, 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 my. Because all of us. Gonna give account of everything we done. Oh, I feel your present long. Everything you do down here, you, you gonna you you gonna see it again up there. The true and living God is gonna expose everything. Stop blaming people. But search yourself. If you listen to me right now, hallelujah. I'm out of, I'm out of town. I'm out of town. I'm out of time. Mm. But I'm not out of message. But I give the Lord saying to tell somebody, stop putting the blame on somebody else. Stop blaming other folks. And search your heart right now. If you have, if you know, my God, that you done some things, you said something, you you caused chaos in somebody else's life, you need to own up to it. And can I just tell you, to all you root workers, to those that believe in black magic and, and all those other demonic devices that temporarily upon this earth. You can't touch a child of God. You can't kill what God has anointed to live. And I, I, I bind the spirit of bondage right now over the people minds that listening to me. Those of you that are being controlled by somebody else's thoughts and somebody else's opinion. I bind it up right now in the name of Jesus. And I loose healing over your mind. You are free. And the reason you're free because who the son, which is Jesus, set free is free indeed. I speak liberty right now. For those of you that got a change around your neck and you're being pulled left and right by the opinions of others, the change are now being broken. For those of you that got change tied to your hand that you can't fight back, it's being broken. For those of you that got chains around your, 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 your leg that you can't go nowhere unless they tell you or give you permission. The devil is a lie. I buy that spirit now in the name of Jesus. Every witch, every warlock, every demon, every imp, everything that be not of God, I bind it up in the name of Jesus and send it back to the pits of hell and even to the sinner. Satan, you will not have God people. We plead the blood of Jesus over our minds. Over our eyes, over our ears, that we are able to hear the voice of God. And every voice that not of God, Lord, we ask you to allow our ears to be deaf. Where we can't hear the negativity. Hallelujah. Lord, touch our lips right now. That, that when we speak, we speak with boldness, power, and authority. That we speak the things of you and not the things of our flesh. Ouch. Shandadadabosi. Touch our hands right now, Father, that whatever we touch in this season prosper. Bless the work of our hands. Bless our, our creativity and our mind that we're able to create things the way you said speak those things as though they're not. Touch our heart, Father. Create us this clean heart and, and renew your Holy Spirit within us. Search us. If you find some in our heart that's, that may be hidden in our heart that shouldn't be, remove it. Touch, touch, touch down, Father, our, our feet. That wherever we step shall be peace. 
and your spirit shall abide. And if your spirit is not there, Father, and it's not the place that you want us to be, give us the endurance in our feet to leave and shake the dust and leave as a testimony. Hallelujah. Father, we ask you now, Father, that you will bless your people right now that listening, that listening right now, those that have the spirit of manipulation and manipulative and always blaming other folks for their problem. Let them be able, Father God, to see the truth and not be falling or bewitched or be withered or belittle others around them that they'll be able to see that they is the problem. Mm. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. There's no other name that's got power but Jesus. And I double dog there. You just said Jesus. If you if you say Jesus, you can get healed. If you say Jesus, you can be delivered right now. If you say Jesus, you can be saved. There's no other name given unto us that we can be saved. You can't get saved off coward name, but you can get saved off the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every eye shall see him. Every tongue gonna confess to him and declare that he's king of kings. He's Lord of Lord. At the name of Jesus, demons tremble at that name. Sickness got to flee at that name. Cancer got to dry up at that name. Y'all, 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 y'all ain't feeling. AIDS got to reverse themselves at the name of, of Jesus. Hallelujah. When you're not in your right mind, just say Jesus. He's a mind regulator. When your heart been broken into pieces and shattered and bruised and cracked, he's a heart fixer. When you couldn't find nobody else, everybody else will point the blame on, 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 on this one and that one. And the Bible said God searched heaven to and fro, looking for somebody to redeem man. Jesus came down and died for the remission of our sins. Then he rose with all power in a hand and sit at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for you and I. I don't know who you are that listening to me now, but you got to stop putting the blame on somebody else. Family, it's time to get right. Somebody in our family is getting ready to leave us, and we need to make sure that we made peace with them before they leave here. All this fussing and fighting, bitterness, Jealousy and envy Worrying about what he said and she said It don't matter when you've been born again When you've been saved I don't care what somebody say about me If I did something to you I'm sorry You got to be big enough and bold enough and, and, And strong enough to go to your sister or your brother And apologize But you got too much pride And this the problem that I have with family You walking around here talking about You saved and you sanctified And you filled with the Holy Ghost And we as leaders and those that said we've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. We still living in the kind of way. We still holding grudges. I don't want to speak to my sister because of some. When somebody died, don't you cry because you didn't make peace. Sometimes God has to move somebody out your family, somebody close to you to get your attention. And he keep bringing death in the family and you still holding on to this mess. Hallelujah. Stop pouring the blame on, on, on somebody else and start facing the reality of the thing that you got going on. You ain't all that you say you are. You're not perfect. And no matter how much you try to live perfect down here, you'll never be perfect because we're imperfect creature that serve a perfect and loving God. If you're a real Christian and a real believer, You'll call, I didn't say text, you'll call your sibling, your sister or your brother and tell them, I'm talking to somebody, forgive me for the things I've done to you. You don't know somebody's sister or brother going through some stuff and you don't know what they're going through, cancer, somebody getting ready to lose some siblings. 
Well, I feel it. We got to get our mind back right. It ain't about what the materialistic thing you have. All this stuff going to be here when you dead and gone. I don't care. I don't care your nationality. I don't care your sexuality. I don't care your spirit. What, 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 what your spirituality is. If you ain't got Jesus in hell, you're going to lift up your eyes. And I ain't judging, but that's, that, 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 that's the truth. Somebody got to see it. We got to get back to our proper places. Let the man be the man. Let the woman be the woman. Let the children be the children. Let the pastor be the pastor. Let the members be the members. I don't care what position you're in. We got to know our place. My, 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 Got to know our place. And that's the problem. We all are out of our places. Go to your sister. Call her. Tell her I'm sorry. I'm sorry for lying on you. I'm sorry for mistreating you. I'm sorry for how I did you when, 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 when I didn't know. I wasn't in my right mind. I was under demonic influence. But now that you're closing your right mind, go to them and apologize. Tell your brother, forgive me for the wrong I've done to you. And even they don't receive you. The blood won't be on your hand. Don't let death catch you. Don't let death catch you with your work undone. I don't know who this is for, but I feel God. Somebody got a sister that give me to die. Somebody got a mother that give me to die. This, oh my God, what I'm looking at in the spirit realm, going to scare some of y'all. Go to your family. I didn't say text them. I said call them and tell them I'm sorry. Mm. Go to them and, and, and reason with them. Make peace. You can't lead somebody to truth and you still operate in darkness. And for those of you that got your hand in dark, you, you said, what, what, what's your hand in dark? Working witchcraft and voodoo and black magic and all this mess. And some folks, I don't believe in that stuff. You ain't got to believe in it, but you know folks that do it. Can I just help somebody? God ain't going to give you nobody else husband. And God ain't going to give you nobody else wife. I, the devil's alive. I said, God... Don't operate like that. Stop being deceived by Satan. Thinking that if you do this and do that, it's going to work. And you get mad because it's not working and you have to redose it. Witchcraft would never work on a true woman or man of God. I don't know who this word for, but God said to sound the alarm and warn you, you playing with danger ground. Because when it reverses back to you, you're going to lose way more than what you sent out. A lot of you lighting counters and, and, and putting stuff up on the, the counter trying to get, that's a temporary fix. But at the name of Jesus, hey God, it shall not work. I need you that listen to me. I'm done. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Just, 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 yeah, yeah. You may be riding down the road. Listen to me. You may be at work. You may be uh, uh, laying in your bed. You may be riding down the road. I don't know where you are, but lift up your hands and just tell God to thank you. Mm. Come on. We ain't putting the blame on nobody else today. We're making a declaration right now that I'm not blaming my sister, my brother, my mama, my dad, and my children. I, who I'm talking to. But I'm thanking God for another new day. Hallelujah. For this is the day that the Lord has made. And I shall rejoice and be glad in it. Come on, thank God for last night wasn't your last night. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We, we're not blaming nobody. We're going we gonna to make peace with our family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. I feel peace, 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 peace. Mm. I speak peace right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. God turning some things around for somebody. He's breaking some things for somebody. Call your, your family member. Is it a sister or is it a brother? And tell them, forgive me for the thing I've done. I wasn't in my mind, but, I, but, but, but he that keep me, he that kept me, kept me in my right mind. I got my mind back. I'm sorry. I love you. If anything I can do to help you, I'm here for you. I'm not looking for you to fall, sis. I'm not looking for you to fall, bro. I'm not even going to talk about your downfall. It's not about how much money you got. You can have all the money and still be miserable. You can live in a nice house and still be miserable. You can have degrees and be miserable. You can have nice cars and be miserable. But if you don't have Jesus, you're going to always be miserable. I thank God I got Jesus. And he is enough. Hallelujah. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to our live experience. Thank you so much for tuning in and, and, and allowing the Holy Spirit to take control of your life. I don't know who that word was for, but stop pouring the blame on somebody else and start searching yourself. Hallelujah. That word, that word wasn't just for you. <laughs> but that word really blessed me. And as I talk to you, I feel the Holy Ghost moving. And I just want to tell you, stop putting the blame on somebody. Listen, thank you again for tuning in to our live worship experience. We thank you so much for all you have done. Thank you so much for giving, for sowing. Not just financially, but just sowing seeds of encouragement. We thank God for our guests. We thank God for you. We thank God for our children. We just got to start thanking God for, for these things that God has given us. It may be not big in somebody else's eyes, but it should be big in yours. Because a lot of people wish they had what you have now. And I'll say this, if you're not hooked up to a machine and taking dialysis and you're not taking chemotherapy or radiation or even have an oxygen, an oxygen tank walking around, you ought to tell God thank you because the problems that you're going through is nothing compared to somebody else. Let us stop putting the blame, pouring the blame and putting the blame on somebody else and start facing the facts and admitting some thing that we have done. All the things I was trying to tell you, Adam blamed Eve and Eve blamed Adam. But then, eat blame the serpent. And that's how some of us blame. We blame each other. We blame our husband. We blame our wife. We blame our wife. The wife blame the husband. Then turn around blame the children. The children blame, the, blame the, 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 their parents. But we got to learn how to just accept the reality and pray for our children. That Satan don't have our children or have our children's mind corrupted. We got to get back right. And thank God. Hallelujah. I'm done. If this word have helped you. Hallelujah. If the word have been a blessing to you. I speak peace to somebody's mind right now. I speak peace to somebody's heart right now. I'm trying to go. I speak peace to your family right now. Your, the family need reconciliation. Healing right now. I don't know who you are. But God said to tell you. Call them and apologize. Not tomorrow, not text them, but call them. Let them give the sincerity in your voice. Hey, God, speak peace right now. In the name of Jesus. Rambo, Shandadadadadabosi. Peace. Don't you hold up your blessing. Walk into the next face of your life. I'm holding on to some things you need to let go. Call your sister and tell her I'm sorry. Call your brother and tell him I'm sorry. I wasn't in my right mind. But he that keepeth me, keep Israel. No slumber, no sleep. Hey, God. I'm done. Shit.
That's Jalice. Jalisa, Jalisa. That Jalisa McRae. Say, don't you give up? Call your sister and tell her I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 